Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody? It's Noah Daniels from the Real Hauntings Podcast. We're here for episode two of Live from the Haunted House. That's right, guys. The house is haunted. We have an actual paranormal experience on this episode. You guys have to listen to it and let us know what you think. Was there a ghost? Did you hear anything spooky? Anything fishy? Anything weird? Let us know. Enjoy the episode. I saw like a ghost bird fly through the fly through the kitchen at one point. What? Which is the first time I've ever seen that. So when you say intuitive, because we have listeners from everywhere, um, mm-hmm. and some of them English is in their first language. What what do you what do you mean specifically when when you use that word? I guess I mean it's my term to say like um, someone who is in touch with these these forces, so like forces from the beyond. Like they they have like a sensitivity sensitivity, or like they have um, you know. Uh, psychic energy that gathers around them. You know, I think people have varying levels of that. You know, we're all born with our different talents. And it's also something that I think you can like develop over time. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of, a lot of skeptics I notice are skeptics because they experience something, not all of them, of course, you know what I mean? But a lot of people I've talked to, if you talk to them long enough, you found out like they actually did see some stuff when they were younger and have just closed all of it off. You know what I mean? So like they had that intuition or that psychic energy or whatever you want to call it. I like to say intuitive because it's kind of nondescript and it doesn't define it too much, but it does define someone who like either sees or experiences these things or can, you know what I mean? Or, or has some kind of or tapped into this in some way. Have you or Meredith ever um, seen a medium or a psychic? I've I've <laughs> known uh, several mediums and uh, psychics. Um, you know, some of them uh, I've like. Uh, you know, there's a lot of scam artists out there, but then there are people, I like the people that, you know, you don't have to tell them much. They just start talking. They know what you like. They know specifics. They're not trying to cold read you. You know what I mean? They just kind of start right off the bat with like a specific detail. Have they ever given you any explanation for why you're so sensitive to the paranormal? No explanation. I I remember one time um, my mom's friend, Renee, I think, like looked at my palm and pointed this out. And she said, like, I have a big eye on my palm, which is a certain uh, line um, that kind of is indicative of someone who's very and Meredith actually has a huge one. Uh, bigger than mine. It's hot. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Um, But uh, no, I mean, they just will just like, you know, in The Shining, like when that one character is like, you got the shine. That's what I call it. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, but also some people, it it goes away after a while. Like, I I don't see things as clearly as I saw them when I was a kid. But, you know, I, I do... I do see them more when I like meditate and get in touch and like kind of open myself up to that stuff. He's a killer tarot reader. Like, oh, I'm very good at tarot. Did, he did a tarot reading a year ago and this is before we were pregnant. Literally the the month, it was like a month reading uh, of the whole year. You just had month, month, month that he was reading. Uh, the month Ren was supposed to be born. Uh, it was the Ace of Cups, which is yep. a card that indicates like true love and, um, but like it was, it was just like 
Of course he would do that. Of course he would create a spread that completely indicates what his what his what his year is going to look like. And every single one happened the way he said it would. Yeah. And then the month after that was the hanged man, which is like uh, which is all about um, like learning to live with yourself by completely changing your perspective. Like you can't you can't change you can't change your, your circumstances you have to like learn to come to terms with something that's completely out of your control and find freedom in uh in those circumstances so it's like that's exactly what i went through like the month after i was born you know like i really had to you know it's sleepless nights it's like not leaving it's like you have to shut out a lot of the stuff that you got used to before but then you also have to like redefine yourself and like redefine this relationship and you know really find meaning in like you know putting all you have into someone else all right, I want to hear more house stuff. Oh, so yeah, so, Johnny, take over. So I noticed probably maybe a, a few months ago, maybe mm-hmm. I heard. I don't. I don't remember the first time I heard it really the story that well, but I heard a woman's voice somewhere coming from I think around the bathroom area, which is by where my room is and Cole's room is, and it was enough for me to bring it up. And I think you guys might have said that you heard it too. I actually have never heard it. You haven't heard it yet. It's mm-hmm. Cole who said he heard it. You guys, he said he heard it, and Cole doesn't believe in ghosts, right? No, I think he's a skeptic. But the thing is, is that you and Cole were talking about this with each other for I think a month prior to ever telling either of us that you had been going yeah. through it. Yeah, I remember like I said it, and then yeah, and then like he confirmed it with me, and it was a ve- it's a ve- it was a very frequent thing. It would be like uh, I was in the bathroom once and I heard a a woman scream Mm. and I thought it was the TV, but I was like, I don't think they were watching TV before I went to the bathroom. And if they were, it wasn't loud enough. I couldn't hear the TV really in the bathroom enough to hear what people were talking about. I heard the scream and then I went out out of the shower and then no one was in the living room. You guys went to bed over there. and you heard it from where in the house? I heard if I was in the shower. So the shower is running too. Like the shower water is running. And I hear this like like woman scream. I thought it was the TV. And um, another thing, and even today, and this this is so even today, Devin, Meredith, and Ren, they were they were out of the house, and I was the only one in the house, and I was in the bathroom just by myself, again, ready, no music, nothing. There's no sound. And I heard like a like a woman whisper to the to my left. So I'm like in the bathroom to my left. So like, like whatever over here. So kind of freak out. And I just think like, oh, it's probably this woman, whatever. And Rangar and Tower kind of like come around the corner and they look into the kitchen where I heard the sound coming from. So that made me like kind of confirm it too. I was like, okay. And uh, you guys came home shortly after, like really, like I mean, like like a minute or so after I heard it. So I thought to myself, like, oh, maybe that was them in the in the in the maybe they they were talking, whatever. Yeah. But then I thought to myself, I go the the driveway is to my right, and when I did hear you guys talking and you guys came home, I knew that was coming from my right. But this voice came from my left, so I'm like, this is you know, and I heard it a bunch, heard it a bunch. Cole has heard it, you've heard it too, right? Yeah, and I've heard it. Um, You've never heard it though, right, Devin? I have not heard it, but I do think she's here right now. Stop. Everyone's hackles are up. That's yeah. a good sign. Uh, uh, okay. um, <laughs> yeah, but we got chills because he said that. We weren't getting chills before. No, she was. Are you here for the light and my highest good? <laughs> Nothing in this house is uh, hostile. No, yeah, everything has been like I haven't experienced anything like what I experienced in Beltsville, where they the candle like it felt dangerous. Yeah. I, I felt like I was in the, the The 90s guy is really hostile. He's like, you want to watch Boy Meets World and drink some tea? <laughs> So I like, of course, want to play the, um, uh, what time of day or night was it? Could have been a barn owl because barn owls are historically known to sound like women screaming. Oh, God damn. Maybe. 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 This is true. Tricky, tricky. Farmers always think their barns are haunted because they hear women screaming. But then they yeah, just yeah, find out really that cool. there's barn owls in there. And you can tell because there's like white scat on the walls. So... Look it, it could be. Cat. Yeah. Uh, this, I heard this during the day, probably around five o'clock. This is the only time I heard it during the day. All the other times I heard it at night, probably late at night. Yeah. And I hear radio a lot. I hear like what sounds like TV or radio, but it's, I think it's normally when everyone's asleep or no one's around. Um, I heard it the other day for the first time in a while. Again, enough to make me 
style because you guys went to go see Frozen 2 and um, I was alone and I thought I heard like, you know, radio or TV or something outside my room. And uh, I go out and I'm like putting my ear up against Cole's room. I was like, no, no, no one's home, whatever. And I've heard that a lot, what sounds like a radio or a TV. And again, Cole corroborated that one too. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, also yeah. had experience. Sometimes, and in that, sometimes it sounds like a, like a black man's voice. Sometimes mm-hmm. in that, in that thing. There's been times, like it's, there's been times I've been laying in bed and I think I hear like radio or TV and I'm just like, what? The? And kind of doing what you do where you're like, it's just a ghost, whatever. I guess I'm too tired. Yeah, that's the thing up. is that on some level, you're just like, I don't know. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? But every time I do get up, it stops. When I go back in, it's not there. It's yeah. really weird. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that tends to be how it works. They, they, they're they more active. Like the most active place in the house is the hallway that's right over there. Um, because except when you see the thing is if you she's here right now because we're talking to her about her and when you let how do you know that though do you see her do you see her I can feel her and I like she, that I was like 100% ghosts are real everyone else is dumb and I'm like what do you mean Devin how do you know she's real <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like, I, I do I the same like, thing too I feel like I'm really on edge and my body language has changed but is that because like I think I'm is that because I'm scared or because I feel something maybe no, don't I answer I, I, okay answer it do you want me to answer yeah it's a podcast do it for the podcast I'm not trying to scare you you. No, but okay, you think she's behind you. Behind me. <laughs> no, I've seen you look behind you. Yeah, it. because I saw you looking. Or yeah. I don't know. No, yeah, she is behind you. Oh, that's really cool. Cool, 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 cool No, cool, she's cool. fine. She's she's not She haunted. sounds great. Um, she's a great person. Great. I love her so much. Okay, let's keep going. Um, I would love to see, like, Kat's hair just, like, floating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm so cool. Right, right before we came over here, Kat was having that conversation of like, you know, I just want an experience. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. I was like, are Wait. you sure? Because oh, it's no. real. Like, if it happens, it's a real okay. thing. It's super. Wait, real fast. I just, one of my favorite things about Devin is he's so used to this. One time we were hanging out and I think I said something. I was like, oh, I heard the woman's voice and he was just like, I guess he was tired. He was just like, whatever. He's like, yeah, sometimes it's just like, you know, spirit and like they're afraid to pass on, which they shouldn't be. You know? Oh my God, don't and I'm like, like And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like he's like, he's like being sarcastic to these ghosts. And I'm like, oh my God. It's like taunting the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. He's like, geez. Well, let me talk to her now. Oh, okay. Oh God. If you are afraid to pass on, there is nothing to be afraid of. You know how to do it. Don't be afraid. Everything will be fine. Everything is fine. There is nothing to be afraid of. Please listen to me. I'm here for you. It's okay. Everything will be okay. You're fine. There is nothing to be afraid of. I promise you. Go into the light. I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> Noah, could you take that and give me like an ASMR clip of that? Just know, like, yeah, just yeah, give yeah. it to me for later use. I was raising the volume up as he was doing, <laughs> trying to pick up some kind of ghost sound. In there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that you will. He like um, they I, around the time that Meredith had the dream where she saw a lot of people. I was practicing a technique, um, which is supposed to like open a sacred space and kind of allow the uh, uh, affected and hurt spirits to heal and pass on. So I think I think what happened, just my theories, um, is that the stuff in the area sensed this and started to be like collect in the house. So I think as Meredith and I will I will say this again, I think she's more intuitive than me. I think as Meredith um, was in that liminal state, she was able to see all the things that were like coming here to like ask for help. And like, you know, I'm not confident in my abilities and I don't want to do anything harmful. So I, you know, I like to read and practice more. But I Let think- Let me ask you guys this, because we had April. April. Uh, April, the real- April. Psychic housewife of New Jersey. Yeah, April, the real psychic housewife of New Jersey. She's a what? she's a um, celebrity psychic. She's so the cool. personal psychic to one of the New Jersey housewives on TV. Yes. Anyway, part of her gig is um, she's a medium and goes in houses and like cleanses the houses and stuff. If we were able to get somebody like that to come, would you guys be open to letting them come through the house and like see oh. what they felt? 
Sure, oh, yeah. That'd be really interesting, yeah. I don't think this house is more haunted than any other. Uh, I mean, it kind of sounds like it. I think it's what Devin said. I do think that it has something to do with the four of us in the space. I agree. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's... Yeah, I've... I don't know. I feel like I've lived in places that... I think this area is kind of strange, though. I do think mm-hmm. that uh, this neighborhood is very old, and it's been through a lot, like, as mm-hmm. far as spaces go. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, I still think of ghosts as memories. I think of them as, like... It, it, I don't even know how I don't know how I feel about time as a concept. Uh, it's very complicated, but I think it's all kind of again. I go back to the wibbly wobbliness. It's mm. just it's all of a piece, and I think they're they're here because they were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a tunnel through time or something like that. Yeah, and I think this area has seen a lot. Like we live in a very active neighborhood to begin with. Mm. Our neighborhood is part of um, the East Atlanta Village, which has an insane bar district i think let's say you have people who are like there are bar fights there are like there's just tons of stuff happening up there i don't know i just think it's a very active space yeah i feel a lot calmer now yeah i do do too i think she's gone um yeah right oh no 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 i don't want to joke about that Uh, the last thing (laughs) no i i really i really don't think she's here and maybe this is i mean this could all just be my beliefs and like we're like just like you know our our imaginations are active and stuff like that could be and maybe i just said that because i I will say how amazing would it be if we did have a supernatural experience while jj wasn't here (laughs) he'd be so He's probably going to be so sad that he missed the McPherson stuff. Because we have people, jam. we have people come on and tell these horrible stories, right? Mm-hmm. And she's always like, uh, I, "I would go through it just to have, <laughs> like, especially like uh, like hotel stories and different." He's like, "Oh, uh, through there, I, I just wanted the experience." And the people are always like, "No, you don't." Mm-hmm. He's like, no, "Johnny D has a story." I got. I wrote it down. This is this is so. It's a good one. It's a good so one. This is the most. This is what made me believe in ghosts, and not the not the beginning of this story. The ending of this story. So. So me and a, a girl I dated, and uh, actually my 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 friend whose wife speaks in tongues, we all got an uh, Airbnb, Airbnb, whatever. We did a bed and breakfast at the Lizzie Borden house, which is a, which is actually might be the most, or maybe maybe outside of like the Amityville house, might be one of the most famous haunted houses in in America, and it's right outside Salem, Massachusetts. She uh, she uh, you know apparently killed her family. Yeah, but if you go there, the medium told us that she didn't do it. That her <laughs> sisters hired this Italian guy to come. But like, it was it was the most. If it's fake, take all my money. I don't care. <laughs> it's the best. It's better than any Disney ride on the planet. It is wild so we so we go there and it's ran by this very very sweet old woman and um and yeah we go there and we do this this long tour we're staying in a room the ghost hunters guys went there and in the room that we were staying at there's a draw that opened up and um can i ask a quick question yes yeah, 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 yeah can you tell our audience the story behind the home real quick yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 if I remember correctly, and forgive me if I, f- I forget any big details, but um, uh, uh, Lizzie Borden was a daughter of of these two parents, and the father was like a richer man. I think he might have been a religious man. I don't know exactly. Don't quote me on that. But he was like a richer man, and and the mom was kind of like a like a quiet, soft spoken woman, and then she had a younger sister. Uh, the father was a monster and he sexually abused the kids and he was like, he was a bad person. And so the, um, they were super strict too. Like they kept them from like engaging in like artistic pursuits. I believe so. He was, and, and it's great seeing this little old woman talk about it because she, oh dude, it's so much, dude, anyone listening should go. It's amazing. Um, and she's talking about him. And she's like, he hates me because I go around here and I tell him all his dirty little secrets that he doesn't want people to know about. And like, <laughs> she's like he hates me so much. And uh, and uh, so yeah. So the story is that that Lizzie Borden took an axe and she murdered her family, murdered her father because he sexually abused her and sexually assaulted both of the daughters, and mur- murdered her mother because she kind of just sat there quietly and didn't do anything and played dumb. And I was like, oh, don't worry, everything's fine. We went on a night where they had a seance and the seance woman told us what like she what actually happened through talking through the spirits. Take that. Believe that however you want, you know, whatever. Like th- this isn't the part of the story I believe. I'm not saying I don't believe it, but this isn't like the thing that really sold me on this. Um, it just was a great experience. But like um, 
So what she says is the kids actually hired a, like a, this Italian guy to come and kill the father. That is what they say actually actually happened. Um, so we go there. They do this tour. There's not that many people staying in the house with us. Um, the tour lasts probably around two hours. It's long. Um, when we go back upstairs, the draw that was open in Ghost Hunters was open. No one fucking left. The, everyone was together. No one left the thing whatever let's say that could be open there could have been someone else maybe you know could have been around and opening stuff up that could be fate fine i get that um we were in the father's room and the father again is the, the angriest of the spirits and this place is beaming with energy because it's literally people are going there literally to hear about these ghosts and uh and um the father, uh, the ghost of the father uh, sexually abuses women even when he's like dead. Like he'll actually grope women. And and um, so my my, girl, my girlfriend's in the, in the, girlfriend at the time's in the room and uh, she feels a pinch on her butt. So she turns around to kind of be like, what are you doing? Like, come on, stop. Like, where are you? Know? And uh, no one's there. Her back's up against the wall and she looks over and I'm uh, across on the other side of the room. And uh, when I was in that room, I started to get uh, vertigo. I started to get like, and I, I had to, I stepped out for like a quick second because I was getting dizzy. Um, went back in there. We finished the rest of the tour. We do this seance. This seance was like, it was from a fucking movie, dude. It was like, it was like exorcist shit. Tables moving around. It's dude, we dude, this person who did the seance ruled. She was amazing. Like, like her daughter was there. It was so cool. And, and each one of the families or the people, whatever people there, the saying in the Airbnb, maybe we sit down, we, we hold hands. We do, uh, we do the whole spiel, whatever. Um, during one, one point, um, me and my buddy, we smell smoke. And the medium goes, there's a few spirits that live in the house. Um, unrelated to, some of them are unrelated to the Lizzie Borden uh, thing. One's a cowboy, apparently. And one's a goth kid, which is cool. Hell yeah. Awesome. Um, um, but we're all holding hands. And me and my, my, no, we were off to the side. She was doing a seance with another group of people. And me and my buddy started smelling smoke. And, and she stops what she's doing. She goes, you guys smell that? And we're like, yeah, it smells like cigars, like smoke. And she goes, yeah, that's, uh, the cowboy or something. She goes, there's a cowboy that lives downstairs and you could smell the smoking events. And like, it was so, cr and that could be faked, whatever. You could fake that. Cool, whatever. Um, this was crazy too. They, uh, <laughs> I am on edge. This was crazy too. So there was one family there, this like, <laughs> this like badass, like Southern, like kind of hick family. And it was uh, a mom, a dad, and the daughter had to be like 18. And, and the daughter was a uh, very, um, uh, uh, she was top heavy. She was very voluptuous. She was very. I tried to be like like sensitive about it. I, I just made it worse. Big titty girl. We literally said big titty, said big titty, titty earlier. <laughs> she had she had huge boobs. Um, so so the mom was constantly kind of talking shit the whole tour. She was like, "Fuck this guy," you know, whatever. So they so they, uh, uh, talking to the to the dad. Um, so they're doing the seance, and she'll do this thing where she'll go. The, the woman doing the sounds goes, do you guys want to say anything to the spirits? And this badass Southern woman was like, yeah, I want to tell this guy he's a real piece of shit. Fuck this guy for what he did to his fucking family and what he did to his daughters. This is really disrespectful. He's a real fucking asshole. If he was here right now, she's like, I punched him in the face. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was awesome. And every, we're, everyone's terrified. We're all she like, ah! Floating. <laughs> her daughter, her, everyone's hands are on the table. Her daughter goes like this, like, like goes from like the top of her like chest down and then like, like against her body and then slams her hands on the table. Like as if someone grabbed her boobs and then she's like, ah, Oh my God. Dude. And then, so it was like, she was shook and like, everyone's like, are you, are you okay? And the seance woman's like, do you want to, the medium's like, do you want to continue? And she's like, nah, I want, I'm done. She goes, I want to get out of here. She goes, I don't like it. And they, do you want to talk about what happened? She goes, nope. She goes, I want to get out of here. They left. They literally left. Again, that could be fake. Those could be actors. I don't think any of this is fake, but it's so it, crazy. How much did you pay for the seance? Dude, it was so cheap. It was like 50 okay. bucks or something. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? It was amazing. And, uh, it's pretty expensive. This was like, it was so much fun. And, um, uh, yeah, and then we do it, and something crazy. The medium kind of talked to my my girlfriend about her uh, about her house and the whole the kind of the things in her house, and and uh, but nothing crazy when we did it. Um, fun sidebar to the story is uh, 
it all ends at 10. So it's done at 10 o'clock. At the time I was living in New York, we're used to staying out till four in the morning. Me and all my friends that I'm with, my girlfriend, whatever, we are terrified. And this little old lady, literally after the seance is done, she goes, all right, cool. You guys go to bed. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. And everyone goes to bed. <laughs> and we're like, how is everyone going to sleep after this? And then they're, they're, and we were talking to one couple and they were like, oh, I don't know. We just thought it was like fake, whatever. And I'm like, it's still, this is horrifying. So we go up to the lady and we go, is there a bar around here that we can go to get a few drinks? And then she goes, you guys want to go to a bar? She goes, it's 10 o'clock. What's wrong with that? <laughs> and we're like, we got to get out of here. This place is crazy. We go to the bar. We get drunk. They're closing. And we're like, we don't want to go back. Um, but we go back. We rented two rooms. And we ended up all sleeping in the same room. We were so scared with the lights on. It was so creepy. Um, but so this is, but that, all of that aside, this is the thing that made me officially believe in ghosts. Um, we, we, we do one last, oh, the dad hated me by the way, cause I had really long hair and like, whatever, like I, you know, I wore That's why you got pants, vertigo. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. He, 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 he did not pinch my butt, which I was offended about. <laughs> um, so, uh, we wake up next morning, uh, the scariest thing, uh, um, outside of, you know, the, I mean, the seance was scary, the, uh, the, the, the smoke, the table moving, all of that was horrifying. But the scariest thing about the Lizzie Borden house is the breakfast they serve you the next day. <laughs> it's like cold pancakes, cold, it's terrible. But, uh, but whatever. So we kind of do, they go, uh, before you guys leave, you guys check out. If you guys want to do one more pass around the house, feel free to do one more pass around the house. Cool, whatever. Go, we look at all the houses, everything's great, cool, all right, yeah, great. We go into the, the, the dad's room again. And I like, I like walk in and like right when I walk in, it's like, like, like the vertigo, it's 10 times worse than it is. I start getting nauseous. I start feeling very, very sick to the point where I like, I go, I can't, I can't, I can't be here. I left, I left the room. I sat on the couch for like half an hour. They were still kind of doing their stuff. We get in the car. I'm driving. We're driving for like probably two hours before this feeling goes away. Mm. It started to go down gradually, but it was like, I still feel sick. And I was really nervous that something maybe came with me from that house. But that way, and I was like, you can't fake this. You could fake the table moving. You could fake the smoke. You could, you could, you know, whatever. There's a million ways to fake that, but you can't fake me. I've never felt like that before since, since or before, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I love that story. Let me ask you. Yeah, I love it for story. so many reasons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys think, I don't necessarily see ghosts, but I get like premonitions and weird dream stuff. Mm. Um, are you happy that you get to have these experiences that other people, like if you had to choose either being on the side that never gets an experience or being on the side that gets touched from time to time or Devin, in your case, or your more, <laughs> more than not. Um, but I think most of us, it's, it's more intermediate. Like, where do you fall on that scale of what you would want out of that relationship with the paranormal? I personally am very happy with where I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I feel like it brings a lot to my life. And I feel like, you know, I had some very scary experiences growing up. Like some really, this this opinion that I'm, I'm, I'm expressing right now is not one I've had for my whole life. You know what I mean? There's definitely been points in my life where I'm like, fuck this, fuck this. I don't, I want no part of it. Um, and it's even led me to some places, like I said, on your last episode where I felt like, like what Johnny D was saying, like that was what I would classify as like a spirit attack. Like that something didn't like him and attacked yeah. him. Dude, this is the way you hold your thought. This is yeah. really important to you. Cause I remember talking to you about this. So the old woman would talk about how the, the, the old man hates him. Uh, hates her because you know she'll she'll you know t talk about him say terrible things about him because he was a bad person and he doesn't like that um so she would he would harass her he would harass her and she's been doing it for years um i hope she's still doing it i hope she's still alive honestly <laughs> but um she told one story how um she parked her car at the house went in did the thing did the tour whatever and then left that night to go home and her car was covered in horse uh bird shit and none of the cars next to her were. She was, it was the only car in the parking lot that was covered in bird crap. And I don't even know. And I think I remember telling you that and you were like, I didn't even know that was a thing that kind of spirits can do. That's crazy to me. That's Since though, I have heard it a couple yeah, of yeah. times. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, especially malevolent spirits yeah. are things that like, you know, hostile entities, yeah. especially like, you know, and here's the thing is, uh, I think that lady's fine. 
because she's not letting um, this this malevolent spirit yeah. affect her. At she's all. a total badass. She's like, a total she really badass. is. Yeah. But the thing is that she's put up spiritual armor in that way. You were vulnerable because you were scared. You were letting it in, so it was able to attack you and yeah. influence you in yeah. that way. Like the good thing about what I and that's what I was saying before. The good thing about what I've gone through is that I feel like I've gone through it, and I feel like I was able not to master it in any way, but to get through it in such a way where I've been able to process and kind of like like choose whether or not I am affected or even if I see this stuff, like I can completely shut it off um, or shut it out if I want to, or open myself up. Like I've, I've learned a semblance of control. And to me, like it's, it's informed me about myself. It's informed my sense of reality and the world. Like I, like I try not to believe anything in wholeheartedly, but it's really hard for me not to believe that there's something that continues after we die. Like, you know what I mean? I have to choose not to completely believe in that because like, if I had to bet, I'd bet the farm and all my money on it. You know what I mean? Um, so to me, like, it feels like a part of who I am. And I feel like in some, in so many ways, I've been able to help people who have been like victimized by certain things in, you know, maybe that's another podcast, but, um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I was able to help Meredith in certain respects. So yeah, I would never take it back. It's interesting. We had, uh, we talked to you guys a little bit earlier about April, the medium uh, psychic we had on, and I was telling her about some of my experiences with, uh, like somebody will be talking and then my head will go, they're about to say da, 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 da. Mm. And then they'll say da, 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 da. And I've kind of like closed myself off to that. But since speaking to her, she was encouraging to like kind of listen to that and try to foster it a little bit. And since I've done that, I mean, that cat, that podcast was what, maybe five weeks ago that we recorded it four or five weeks um, ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> back me up. Uh, I did. It but, was five weeks. Since then, I've tried to be more open when like that inner voice will tell me things. And I've had like three or four instances since the recording of that podcast, which in the past I would have maybe three or four instances in a year. So it's, it's been interesting to try to, instead of fight those feelings down to, but I don't want to go full fledged like you. I always like have this thing. I've never seen, I've never seen a ghost and I don't really want, I always say I don't, nothing freaks me out that much as long as I don't have to see it. Mm. I think I, I, one time I was uh, living in Jersey with my parents, which is where I'm from. And, and I woke up in the middle of the night on my back and I thought I saw an old man's face, mm, but it was dark. Did. I don't know. It could have been just, I literally just, but it was enough. Again, one of those things, it was enough to startle me. Make could have just been an old man. He's <laughs> <laughs> just an old man. He's like, oh God, I got to stop masturbating. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like hiding outside the house. Like, Shit, they're going to call the cops. And I'm like, like, Johnny was the old man. I think there was, a, uh, I think there was this old man ghost. He's like, oh, thank God. I'm off the hook. He just runs away. He goes off into someone else's house and jerks off. I had a thing where uh, it was a bad storm outside and I was asleep. And then I woke up during a bright lightning and I saw what, I told myself, or no, my mom said that it was an old lady this far from my face, like lit up in like bright blue. And I, was, so I cool. ran downstairs. I was like 15, 14 and woke my parents up. And I was like, I just saw da, 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 da. And my mom was like, well, maybe it was an angel. And I was like, it wasn't a fucking angel. <laughs> She was not there yeah. for good. And I yeah. didn't cuss him for my parents then, but she was yelling in my face and she was right there yelling. Oh, wow. But yeah. during a psych class, because I was a psych major, they said that um, that's a phenomenon that can happen sometimes during storms where the sound of the like a previous thunder, I guess. I can't remember which comes first. But anyway, we'll wake you up and then the brightness, your brain can't interpret it fast enough so it'll form like a sure. thing in front of yeah. you. Yeah. Do you know it's a it's great book to read that I have not finished? So I'm recommending oh. something that I I don't know why. Uh, Oliver Sacks, um, what was it called, Devin? It's called Hallucinations. Hallucinations. Oh. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's so interesting. I only read part of it, but it's basically about all the ways that your brain tricks you. It's fascinating. Uh, so cool. Yeah, you know who would love that so book? Cool. I'm I this recording has put me on edge. I don't know if that's a bad thing or good thing, but like 
what? I don't mean to want to interrupt you, but like what you were saying and what you're just saying just now, like that, that's that's like the kind of like those are the growing pains of leaning into this intuitive energy. Like it, the whole it's like standing on the precipice of something where you can't see the bottom. Yeah. Like it's not necessarily it feels scary, but not all the things that feel scary are bad. Like why? It, like for me, it was like a long time ago. But like and like I used to be scared to open this up stuff up. I used most of my energy to close all of it off but it's because it feels so scary like you're you're on yeah yeah but once you lean into this stuff it just little incrementally gets less and less scary i think it's really cool what you're doing you know what i mean and uh, over time it'll get less scary like me and johnny d have actually had those experiences like i remember one time we were walking down the hallway in high school and at the same exact time um we saw his name was like michael Michael, I forget his last name. Jordan. Um, Michael Jordan. (laughs) We were walking down the hallway like next to each other. We were talking, but then we had stopped talking. We were both looking at Michael. And this is something that we had never done before. But at the same exact time, we put our right hands up and we go, stop in the name of love. And like several things like that have happened between me and him. So you guys have known each other since high school. Oh, we've known each other since middle school. That's not a spiritual thing. I think that's just an an intuitive thing between you and me just being around each other. And yeah. I was just saying that, I mean, do you have that with a lot of people? No, no. Yeah. You get synced up with people. Yeah, you yeah. connect. You, yeah. know what I mean? you like, guys probably get your periods at the same time. We get our periods at the exact same time. We finish each other's sandwiches. Periods? It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It happens. <laughs> if you're on your period right now, email us at realhauntingspodcast at gmail.com. No. Uh, but really, um, send a please do your that pads. just for Noah. Keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm on mine right now. So. Well, I haven't had mine in a year and it's awesome. Damn. That's true. That's true. So good. Well, before we wrap up, yeah, that like, I don't know. It's scary to think. That was my phone. Oh, I know. I've been I guess so, we're all jumpy. I've been <laughs> so jumpy. Um, <clears throat> but like, there's so many memories I have of like, it always happens during daytime naps. So but sometimes mm-hmm. at night, actually a lot at night, where like I'll wake up and just know, like I do not want to move. I feel mm-hmm. like something's in the room. Sometimes yeah. I'm like so hot, but I'm so scared I won't get out from under the covers. In fact, I'll check myself move? in it more. Yeah, I can. Well, I, I have had times when I wake up that I'm like still in sleep paralysis and I feel like someone's in the room and I try so hard to move. I've said this on other podcasts, but I learned in, in grad school that like when you go through sleep paralysis, your extremity, the only thing that isn't paralyzed are your extremities and your genitals. So that's so ingrained in my head. Isn't that crazy? I don't know why your fingertips, but if you ever find yourself in sleep but paralysis. But why your genitals? Like, because imagine that being paralyzed and lots of people are like triggered. Yeah. Like if you if had an all erection, of you is paralyzed in the, like, what are you going to do with your, unparalyzed? Like everything's paralyzed, but your genitals so are like, I'm here to do stuff. That like it happens because so that it prevents you from acting on your, um, acting on your nightmares or whatever you're having. Like if, except some people get out of that and hit, hit people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, but, never, um, I never really got sleep paralysis. I would always get very active sleep. That's, but like yeah. sometimes I'm really brave enough to turn on a lamp really fast and mm. nothing's there. But most of the time I, it hasn't happened in a while. Watch it happen tonight. But I'll just like, even if I'm, so hot. I will not let a single ounce of my body out from under the blankets because I'm so terrified. Yeah, what if you go home and you Please start don't. and you start hearing the lady talk? No, 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 no. I slept with my lamp on last night. Yo, can't I won't even watch scary that. movies. <laughs> like, I used to not watch scary movies. I've gotten better. You still haven't seen the sixth sense. That's true. Sixth um, sense is so good. Shout out to my friend uh Steven who's helped me desensitize myself to like scary movies so I've, I've, I've climbed the ladder how do you desensitize you yourself watch them oh. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody just yells at you when you're walking around cool. yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't know so tonight was really cool because I, right before we came here Noah and I were talking about like if I feel like I believe in it more I just I have this huge concept of like energies I guess and it just feels like some people are more connected than others Maybe energies that have passed are still lingering and maybe that influences things that are moving. I don't know. It's still hard for me to understand, but I definitely sense things. Like I feel things, Mm. but I don't see things as of now. Also, Devin gave me a stone to kind of calm myself during this episode. 
I don't know. That's all I Did know about it. I feel calmer. <laughs> it's lapis lazuli. It's its protective stone. Uh, um, it started off cold and now it's warm, but that's probably because of your my hands. It's <laughs> 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 <That's not> magic. <laughs> well, Kat, I, 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 you are a very intuitive person. I, I can, I can sense that off as much as right I believe anything. Well, you know, it's scary. You know what I mean? And that's why most people close it out instead of like, you know, like we don't have, we don't live in a culture that um, spiritually enriches us you yeah. know what i mean a lot of it just takes away from that so a lot of the times you know for people like us um it, our culture everything around us is going to sap that stuff away mm -hmm. rather than and it's on us to kind of enrich that if we choose to yeah i was definitely raised super like conservative and just like none of this was real you know mm. i was never talk to normally about spears and stuff so yeah. still trying to figure it out but wow that was awesome guys thank you so much for sharing this is so much fun it was fun thanks for having yeah, us i always yeah, love hearing the lizzie us. borden story too it's yeah. like oh, thank you. that's that's yeah that's yeah that's that's a fun one i just love hearing giant detail stories <laughs> <laughs> that's wait also true. can i actually want i want to say that's one more thing about good. um about night terrors real fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I had night terrors uh, when I lived with my ex, the same the person I went to go see uh, Lizzie Borden with. Uh, not the band, <laughs> the house. Uh, that was a giant D joke. That was yeah. a totally <laughs> joke. <laughs> giant D um, but I got night terrors uh, for like probably maybe a month, let's say. Not every single day, but maybe let's say once a week for like a month. And, uh, and the last one I remember, I remember waking up and seeing what I thought, again, lights are off though. You could kind of see some moonlight coming in through the blinds. I always do this thing in my brain where I kind of like, you know, try to like, um, you know, be like rationalize it, I guess. But it looked like it was a silhouette of a man and I was paralyzed in fear. Like I couldn't, I was so scared I couldn't move. And I just kept screaming until, until my girlfriend turned on the light and then there was nothing there, whatever. And then I was like, I just thought I saw something. Like, I'm sorry, whatever. She's like, don't worry, it's fine. You know, blah, 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 blah. Go to bed. Things fine. I don't think I had any more night terrors. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't had one since that I can remember. If I have whatever, I just don't remember it wasn't that big of a deal. So some time goes by, me and her, we, we break up. We're still very close friends. So uh, a year after we broke up, we're talking one day and she goes, uh, hey, remember the time you had that night terror and you thought you saw that that like silhouette of a man, whatever, like in the in the room? And I was like, yeah, yeah. She goes, I never told you this, but she goes, I saw it too. Shut yeah. Up. yeah. Uh, and she goes and she goes, I was afraid. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna like kind of scare you, so I never told you. But the next day that her basement uh, we lived in a basement apartment of this three family house. Um it haunted as shit, haunted as shit. Mm -hmm. And uh she uh she told me though the next day I was at work and no one was home and she just sat there and she kinda did like what Devin did mm -hmm. and she just she was like, Listen, like I don't know what you are but we don't want you here she's like leave him alone she's like she's actually really sweet she was like she was like you can do whatever you want but just leave him alone like and uh i know that's a bad idea yeah, yeah. but whatever she was like you know fuck off and he <laughs> fucked off you know at least i never that's heard good. yeah did he look like a shadow man it looks like like it, he looked like a shadow man it also looked like it could have been a person in a cloak like almost like a like a like a you know like Death a Eater. yeah whatever oh yeah like a, like a Harry Potter guy yeah that's a thing because uh, oh, uh, we had the a mentor, the mentor yeah, or we had a guy on a uh, Andy came on our podcast and he, he was talking more about sleep paralysis but apparently he's done a lot of research into that and there's a couple <laughs> things that universally people see and one of yeah. them is the shadow man yes and, that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah and he yeah. talked about it being like a dementor when it comes to him like literally draining his life force and yeah. his wife will have to like shake him to wake him yeah, up yeah. because it's like Mm, that's I, it was scary. I couldn't I was conscious so I was fully awake seeing what I thought was a silhouette and I was screaming and like screaming I've never screamed before in my life like and I couldn't move I was so scared I couldn't move yeah. which sucks because if ever I'm in a life threatening situation with someone I love I guess I'm just gonna well fight or flight no, no. <laughs> it was attacking you I mean and remember if you feel something like this cat uh, or if you Johnny D if you feel something like this do the mantra believe in it and do the mantra and at the yes? same time uh, are you of the light and are you here for my highest good it always um, seems to work whenever we have anything. Yeah, yeah. I've done it. I said it a few times. I've and I, been to that apartment. Yeah, 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 yeah I actually yeah, yeah. did sense something hostile a couple times. I yeah. think it was attached to someone in the family because I, in my own way, chased it off. Yeah. But I would come back because sometimes well, I would still be there. I feel, 
like, I think there's a weird common theme between her family. There was a common theme between her family and my family, like definitely going through hard times. And we were going through hard times around the same time, which is yeah. really interesting. Um, I think they feed off of that. If yeah, you're yeah, depressed, yeah, yeah. if you're anxious, you're in a vulnerable state yeah, psychically. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. They, I think they feed off. Yeah, of my sleep paralysis comes when I'm super anxious. Yeah. I mean, I, I see a giant. Paralysis? Yeah, I see a giant spider that drops down from the ceiling That's onto my so face. cool. Well, it's not as. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's happened. It that hasn't happened um, in a while because I've, I've removed a lot of anxiety from my life. But when uh, my life was the most stressful, it happened super frequent to the point where I would see it and go, you're not real, and then go back to sleep. That's the perfect thing to I mean, One, when the room is pitch black dark, I can't see a goddamn spider. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. And so I would just I would oh, look at so it funny. and go, not real, and go back to sleep. But when it first started yes. happening, I would throw myself out of bed. Like I'd wake up on the floor. Yeah. <sighs> That's yeah. so crazy. The That's most horrifying. Im- the most important thing I think everyone should remember is you are more powerful than these things. Do whatever you can to believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will strengthen yourself psychically. Like if you are anxious, fix your relationship with yourself. You're worth it. You are your own best friend and that will be your best protection. I think that that's like the best thing to know about this stuff and life in general. Just be your own best friend. That's beautiful. That reminded me of the, have you ever seen that YouTube video of the little kid who's who just successfully rode a bike and he stands up and his dad gets him on video and he's like, you believe in yourself? You can do anything. (laughs) So before we wrap up, I'm going to ask you guys one spooky fact about Atlanta. You ready? Cool. Okay. The Georgia Aquarium in Atlanta is haunted by the spirits of people who died in what sea tragedy? (laughs) (laughs) uh, They're eaten by sea turtles. No. Wait. Does it, does, it, I don't, uh, does, it, does it have to happen in Atlanta or Georgia? No. The Titanic. Uh, I was going to go with that, but this is like the most famous one, right? The, but, the sinking of the Lufthansa. <laughs> <laughs> is it, okay, what animals are there? There's like whale sharks. Where do yeah. whale sharks come from? Oh, Maybe it comes sharks. as one of the like one of the sea critters. It's buried on an Indian male burial ground. Ooh. <laughs> no, that's not a sea thing. So you guys ready? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, answer yeah. is the Titanic. Oh wow, I did it. Uh, the ghosts allegedly arrived at the aquarium from a traveling exhibit called Titanic Aquatic. Some basic mm. ass ghosts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, Real original. <laughs> and then there's one more. Um, this is for our Woodward Academy listeners. A ghost at the Woodward Academy in Atlanta is supposedly haunted by a ghost who carries a giant what? Yes. What did you think? Just a, I don't know, a dick or something. Yeah, I was going to I just said a whispered penis. I whispered penis into the microphone. He holds a giant. The ghost lady's here? I want it to be a mace. I really hope it's a giant. Is it an axe? No. A no. giant Confederate flag. It's not a typical weapon. It's not really a weapon. a weapon. It can be used as a weapon. Throwing stars. But it's not a weapon. <laughs> it's a throwing Just stars. Throwing stars. Just rolling them down the... No. So is it a machete? It's not a weapon. Oh, it can be used as well, a weapon. Well, that's what machetes take. He's at school. A sock full of pencil. A pencil? I don't know. No. A sack of book bags? <laughs> a sack, a sack of, of book bags. You heard me. Wait, is it a school-related <laughs> item? Yes. Uh, but it's not, but wait, ruler. You said it's big, so is it cartoonishly big? big? Yeah, I thought you said big. I didn't say big. Okay, then okay. I'm okay. Then uh, we heard big because we thought <laughs> <laughs> before Kat even finished the sentence, we're like, um, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say trapper keeper. Any other guesses? Calculator. Other than Trapper Keeper and Calculator. <laughs> uh, a, pa- a pair of scissors. What? Okay, so the ghost great. can be heard in the lower school chorus room and in Richardson Richardson Hall. If anyone knows the layout. Actually, one of my really good friends works there, so I'll have to ask her about that. Do you want a New York question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, what famous hotel in New York City is said to be haunted by the ghosts of Dylan Thomas, Eugene O'Neill, and Thomas Wolfe? I, I think it's the Chelsea Hotel. I don't know any other. I mean, obviously, there's a zillion probably haunted hotels, but that's, the I think, the most famous it's one. It's not called the White Horse or something, is it? 
so yes, it is Hotel Chelsea. Nice. nice. Uh, oh, Sid, wow. yeah, yeah. Sid yep. Vicious is said to haunt the elevator. Wait, wait was that right, a wrestler? Sid Vicious? Yo, it is. Yes, it was a wrestler. You can't uh, be the same person. Oh, it's not the same person. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I always thought that was weird because I was like, uh, yeah, because I know Sid Vicious from Sex Pistol before Sid Vicious wrestler. Oh, right. And I was yeah. like, this is, you're taking this from the... But Did Sid Vicious die there? I think that might be true. Yeah, that's what she just said. I think he got... Uh, I don't actually know the crew. Yeah, exactly. We have it on the internet. But yeah, I think he, I think he did die there. But there's a really fun thing of the Claremonts like haunted as fuck too. Apparently, really? Yeah. Gigi Allen apparently lived there for a while, and and I don't think he, he died there. I, I don't know how. Yeah, I always feel super haunted after I leave the Claremont. I feel pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, just I remind myself that life choices. Are important. <laughs> I have a shadow man experience that I'm pretty sure I told on uh, the Devon's Demons episode. Oh, share it again. Do you guys remember? Um, oh, it's just that every night when I would go up to bed, like at middle school, I would take like, it would take me like five hours to do homework because I had horrible ADHD. And that's why I stopped doing homework. But like I'd be going up to bed around two in the morning and I'd start walking up the stairs and then I'd just feel something horrible and I'd look behind me and a shadow man would fly through the, not open the door, but fly through the door uh, of the closet at the bottom of the stairs and start chasing me up the stairs and I would have to run up the stairs. And the first time it happened, I ran up the stairs and ran into my room and closed the door and it started banging on the door and shaking the door and just hitting it really hard and I started crying because I was very young um and then my dad turned on the light um and then it stopped and then he swung open the door and he started screaming he's like what the fuck are you doing with the door but then that used to happen almost every night that used to happen <laughs> oh my god it, it is it is i know like this podcast never got in at this point because we keep getting get off on things well the battery's <laughs> yeah. about to die so. <laughs> It is crazy the frequency of things once you start to like like the 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 radio thing was almost like I remember hearing it like three or four nights in a row again mm-hmm. to the point where you're just like whatever I'm just used to the ghost being here yeah. it's crazy but yeah yeah I should do more to uh, address the issues of the ghosts in this house sometimes I like being in a semi haunted house or a regular haunted house well, that's great content for us oh, yeah so. you're, you're welcome <laughs> um, so on that note we should probably wrap up because the battery is <laughs> the red has gone now and it's just a <laughs> tube of energy uh, but man this has been awesome guys um, yeah, thanks so much thank you guys this, this is, is fun yeah. no, we'll have to do yeah, this again yeah, yeah. this was it was a lot of fun just to sit down and rap and I think the audience will really enjoy this really uh, glad they dig it. Like, really glad JJ got to and your baby that. is fucking amazing just yeah, red, yeah, red that gives yeah, yeah. me hope he's like ghost boring there's probably like 10 ghosts over there like, like, <laughs> like we want the world to hear our stories I, I wonder if he's gonna bring anything new like I mean he kind of already has but mm-hmm. I mean, bring some cat ghosts. Cat ghosts. I think there is a cat ghost and a dog ghost. I see a black dog always in the hallway. Animal ghosts. Yeah. But uh, on that note. <laughs> on that note, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm Cat Clark, who will not sleep tonight. Uh, I'm Johnny D. <laughs> I'm Meredith. I'm Devin Tully. I'm Uncle Don. <laughs> hey, it's me, Hodge again. I'm back. Wee! It's cousin Steve. <laughs> I'm the ghost who was here the whole time. <laughs> and I'm Dirty Crable. <laughs> Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.